0: Hi, I'm Edie. And I'm Elizabeth. And this is The Age Where Nothing Fits on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Woo! So, this is actually Elizabeth and I's first episode, our first <laughs> radio show. Yeah. Also, like first ever, not even as big old college chicks, but I've never had a radio show before. I and this is just either. very exciting. It's so weird. Okay, well, I guess we should start with like yeah. an intro of who you're listening to before we get into an intro of what our show's about. Mm-hmm. So my name is Edie, short for Edith Olivia, but that's like way that's for my like formal respectable woman age, and yeah, I am just such adult name. That's my adult name. And, like, I just feel like, yes, I am 19, but I'm not. Like, I know that's, like, legally adult, but let's we all know that 19 is baby adult. And also my personality is not a very – I'm not a very formal person. So I go by Edie. Um, I'm from Illinois, except I'm not – I say I'm from Chicago, but really I'm, like, a 40 BNSF train ride from Chicago. So I'm sorry to everyone who thinks I'm actually from Chicago. No, I am not. Okay, but no one knows the suburbs of Chicago unless you're from the suburbs of Chicago. So let's think some fun things about myself. What are you um, make to get at DePaul? Ayo. I'm a crim psych major. No <laughs> biggie, double major. Literally nothing to do with radio, but I think this is gonna be a really fun creative outlet. And as Elizabeth has learned and many people have learned, I like to talk a lot. And I just like to motivate people. So that's why we got this little radio show going. Some fun things about myself that I feel like you wouldn't know unless I said them directly right now. I'm an emoji maniac. Sadly, you cannot see me visually. But if I were to text you, you will get a lot of emojis. I do not know why emojis have been so hated on all these years. I wish I still had my emoji pillows from the sixth grade. I wish I still had my little tongue emoji (laughs) pillow, but I don't. And that was a mistake to throw away. And I really regret that because... I am Emoji's number one fan. It's literally in my Instagram bio. Um, some other fun things about myself. I'm a very thrifty person. I'm not a minimalist at, minimalist in any means. I like to have my walls covered. I like knickknacks everywhere. I just like to personalize every aspect of my life. I like, I don't know, I just like when there's a lot of color in my life. I just, the whole minimalistic trend, like, now I'm going on tangent, but like it, like, it doesn't creep me out. But, like, I don't know. I just like every part of my life to feel, like, so personal and, like, have color and, like, have meaning to me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, like minimalism
1: is too, like, billionaire CEO for me. Like, I'm not Steve Jobs. I can't own, like, six pieces of technology that cost, like, a bajillion dollars
0: and call it a day, you know? Literally. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe Edith Olivia will be a minimalist. (laughs) Edith? she is not that like i literally like i wish you could see my walls like i just have stuff all over my walls i have so many sloth things i have so many like like i have incense i have candles all over my room my walls are covered i just like don't like like i don't know i want every life aspect of my life to be personable I'm trying to think of like some fun things to share because i don't want to share like i don't know I don't want to share anything more in. Um, some other important things about me. Like I said, I thrift everything. I'm trying to live a more sustainable life. I'm not vegetarian, so I'm in other aspects of my life. That's where I'm trying to be a little more sustainable. I want to treat Mother Earth kindly. Um, I would say I'm a pretty spiritual person. Um, I try to do a little meditation. I'm really into aromatherapy. I got that incense baby. I got that essential oil baby. People in high school called me essential oil girl, as they should. As they should. <laughs> if I was dressed before a test. Yes, I am whipping out the peppermint essential oils. And there's nothing wrong with that. If I smell like mint all day, don't t- say anything about it, okay? It's for me. Mm-hmm. Um, And one last thing, I guess, just another little fun fact about E.T. is I am a huge, like, Fleetwood Mac girl. I just, I want to live my life by the song Gypsy. The way that song makes me feel, I just feel so free and, like, so freaking good and that's just the way i want to live my life and i feel like all these facts i shared are very random but they're also really important to me and I, I love my favorite thing about people is just like the random things you learn about them that make them like an individual to you that like just romanticize their life to you like i don't know just like knowing like my friend brendan he like builds protein molecules and he hangs them on his walls because he's a little biology nerd and i <laughs> love him and that's one of my favorite things about him like i just love knowing the small personable facts of life about people so that's why i'm sharing these with you and now i'm going to kick yeah. it off to my lovely would-be roommate elizabeth Woo-hoo.
1: yeah that's probably a very important thing we should mention we were supposed to be roommates this fall that's how we met we met <laughs> on facebook yeah, yeah we met um, on Biggie. r.i.p
0: our roommate ship but it's gonna happen one of these years. It's going to happen. Okay. Even if um, it's dorming, we will be getting an apartment together. And that's fine. Because yeah. she's not a minimalist. I'm not a minimalist. It will no. work.
1: No, it's going to work. It's going to be so cute. Um, but, yeah. My name is Elizabeth. Um, I don't go by any nicknames. Never have. Probably never will. I don't know. Which is a weird thing. Boo, I feel like that's a fun fact. Sorry, what? I said boo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm such an interesting
0: person. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> um, But... Yeah. I don't go by any nicknames. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun that I'm like the only Elizabeth I've ever met that doesn't go by any nicknames. You know what I mean? Like I feel like everybody's like Ellie or like Lizzie. That's never been me. But at DePaul, I'm a communications and media major and a German minor. Um, I didn't you were a Yeah, I'm a German minor. I always forget that I have a minor because I haven't started it yet. I always forget to tell people.
0: I just want to say shout out to you for remembering to bring up your major and minor. Because if it wasn't for your
2: whoo, I would (laughs) have forgot.
0: (laughs) I just like, we're
1: college girls now. Like, I feel like this, because I feel like whenever, like, you're in a certain grade of school, like, whether that be, like, elementary school or, like, up to high school, like, student is basically your personality. You know what I mean? Is, yeah. Like I don't
0: do anything outside of student name. I mean, I go. I like. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. Mm But that that's it.
1: Yeah. Like this summer when I wasn't like technically a college student, but I wasn't technically a high school student. I was like, where am I? Like I can't just be a person yet. Like that shouldn't be able to happen.
0: Give me Um, my title. I'm nothing without it. Yeah.
1: I'm nothing without that label. And like someday when I graduate college, I'm gonna be an employee at somewhere you know what I mean like I'm never gonna be without a label but um what are some other things about me another thing about me I bring up all the time I'm really annoying about it I'm lactose intolerant like really lactose intolerant and I know like everybody's lactose intolerant but like I'm really lactose intolerant it's not good um I just like my physical form is falling apart all the time I have double jointed elbows (laughs) which I don't think is something that Edie knows but it's real gross um, I'm... it's gross. it's, it's gross. gross. It's, like, no, I have, it's not, like, I can, like, bend my elbow, like, inside out. It's, my elbow. Oh, what do
0: you think you of mine? Oh, want to have it, girl? Yeah, mine Like, anything else, though. Like, this is all I got. Like, it's yeah. not even, like, I feel like I'll show people, but everyone's, like, I guess that's different, but it's not, like, anything like, special. Like, I do bend her fingers all the way back. Oh. Like, to, like, touch, like, not her palm, just the back of her hand. Oh, my gosh um queen of anatomy she could like do that and i'm I would just be like well i could i could move my elbows like this but like that's nothing can you do
1: like the rotating thing where you can like bring them up oh girl what is that oh, oh okay never mind no. <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's just me um what are some other things about um, me I just like Edie, i'm not a minimalist i don't like it i've always had so much stuff and my sister was always yelling at me that my room was always a mess but i just have stuff and i can't like bear to part with it you know like yes oh I feel.
0: Face. sorry what i know i was just saying like that's how i feel if something has like a face like a knickknack i can't get rid of it because yeah. i just feel like i feel it's so mm-hmm. like i feel like it's like all the animals through the back of my closet because like i know people were just like oh just throw them away and i'm no. like they have faces i don't think about that sad face in the landfill yeah. i'm a very emotional person yes i tried every movie i watch and what about it like literally <laughs> like i just can't do it like I don't know. Like, I just don't know what to do with this stuff. And I don't want to be wasteful. I'm trying to be sustainable. But it's like, well, if I get rid of the things I already own, it's not me being sustainable. So why not just keep it and have a very cluttered room and say, well, it's just a part of my personality. I yeah. see nothing wrong with that.
1: The most sustainable items are the items that you already own. Literally. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't I have know. I a question. Like- even, like, old, like, medals, like, another big thing about me that you'll probably be able to, like, once I say this, everybody, anybody who's listening to this is going to be like, oh, I am an ex-speech and debate kid, which I think is very prevalent whenever I talk. And, like, I can't, like, I have, like, my little trophies on, like, the corner of my desk, and I can't get rid of them. Like, those were memories. I worked for that plastic trophy. You know what I mean?
0: I'm going to give you crickets on the being the speech kid. I, no response. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No response.
1: I saw today. A- it was like, why do really? crickets always go to bad stand-up comedy? Get it? Well, crickets like,
2: are
0: go so
1: to. Yeah, they go to bad stand-up comedy. Oh, it's like in like movies and stuff. When everybody anybody tells like a flat joke, like it's just crickets. Why? I
0: don't why know. are they there? Or or was, it like, or was it just like a rhetorical question where you're supposed to be like, I, I don't it's, know. It's the. Joke. I'll give you. I'll give you crickets. You okay, crickets.
1: That's my cricket impression. Cricket. I'm like rubbing cricket. my hands together. Actually, isn't their legs that make the noise? Wasn't that like a fun fact that we learned in like sixth grade? Like, isn't it their legs
0: moving together? Or am I making that Girl, up? I'm of science. I don't want to bring up any science facts because yes, I will be job <laughs> that reporting them. Um, I actually have a question for you. Yeah. Um, related to some emoji maniac, just so people can know a little more about us um, visually, since they can only hear us. Um, what's your favorite emoji? I feel like that's such an important part of a person. Yeah, actually, okay, I have three. It's
1: like a tie for three. Okay. One of them gets a lot of use. The other two don't. The first one is okay. that like sad, like puppy eyed face that I send you all the time. Like the, We, like, bonded. we face?
0: bonded over the emoji, the emoji. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, I feel like that was like one of the first things we made like a little inside joke about is like how much we were both just like. Mm. Yeah, But I really
1: like that one. And I really like the green puzzle piece emoji which is a really okay. random one but it really speaks to me. You can you <laughs> okay. <do that. laughs> okay. Girl. And I really like the like cl- like the white
0: like heart. Like the cl- the kind of clear one. Okay.
1: Those are, are some solid doing?
0: emojis. Um well obviously I love the puppy eye emoji. Um I love the cat laughing emoji. I hate the laughing emoji. When someone <laughs> sends too. the laughing emoji, I know it's like such a general thing to hate it now. But, like, it infuriates me. Like, if someone sends me that, I'm not going to lie. I question everything I know about that person. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, unless they're using it as a joke. I'm like, I don't, like, when people use it seriously, I'm like, what? So, like, I, for me, it's the cat laughing emoji. I love her. She does so much. She has not been appreciated until the year 2020. And I'm so glad that she's finally getting the rain that she deserves. Mm -hmm. So, we got the awe. We got the cat laughing. And then... I'm really, I'm doing all basic, like, face emojis. I'm really into, like, the kissy emoji, the one where it's, like, I'm trying to, like, I guess there's just so many. I don't know why. I just love the little, like, Mwah. Like, I don't even, like, use it, like, in a kissy way. I just, like, love her. Like, if something's going well for me, I'm like, mm. Or if I'm asking someone to do something for me, I'll be, like, pretty pleased. And then I'll send that in, like, the little fancy star emoji. Not the actual star, but, like, the little, like, gold dust, tinkerbell, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. you want to call it. The little glowy moment i'm like please do this for me kissy face star emoji love you forever thanks but those i have like ask me every week and i will have a new favorite emoji so I, honestly no i'm gonna start if i remember i'm gonna start sharing that i'm gonna start okay. sharing my favorite emoji with you because i think that emojis need to be used more i think that they're just an important part of our uh of our language yeah we'll make it since a everything's in let me bring my emojis into class. I think there needs to be an environment where I can send emojis to the class and my peers know exact, feels, I feel so weird using the word peer. I never use it. My fellow students and I, they know exactly what I'm trying to say with the little cat laughing emoji. Thank you. It should be acceptable to use emojis <laughs> in professional emails. I'm
1: a little bit upset that we don't normalize that as a society
0: literally i want to send like the cute little smiley face emoji sometimes because i saw like something on twitter the other day where it was oh i guess also it's important to say i'm a twitter fiend i, I love twitter zero. i don't have tiktok it's bad. I, it's bad it is bad but um i will say that i saw like, this tweet the other day where it's like this guy like this guy was like oh it's not like this guy uses smiley face emoji and this person just goes just you know it's not professional to use that and you just said nothing but a sad face emoji <laughs> back Aww. to that person and i'm like your I mean, emoji is not professional like i want to yeah. know
1: if like anything yeah and if anything it just makes your intent more clear you know what i mean like yeah, exactly like, emails like, can be kind of like 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 oh i don't i don't really know like are they being are they mad at me are they being nice but you put an emoji in there and that all clarifies like there's
0: no guesswork it's- and I'm a really big people person and I what has been hardest for me during COVID is I missed like body language is a huge aspect of communication that we've totally lost and honestly I feel like with emojis like you're saying like you could totally like I've read text wrong I've read emails wrong but if someone threw in a little emoji if I knew what they were feeling when they sent that to me maybe I would read it correctly the way they interpreted it but I'm like always like I want to I like being a little friendly so I always want to like add a little friendly emoji when I'm like emailing someone but I'm like okay well this is going to to come off as unprofessional and I know I'm 19 so I already know they kind of are like ooh this is a baby adult she don't know what she's doing mm-hmm. so I'm like I don't know I just bring emojis give them the respect they deserve that's all I have to say I've talked about emojis way too much
2: this whole thing about <laughs> we're em- emojis about for
1: like so we're 15 minutes in I wanna say emojis have been
0: like at least five minutes of this as they should be but time to move on. <laughs> yeah um what our, we've kind of talked a little, we've had little aspects, little uh, smidgets of what we want to talk about in our podcast. But anyways, the way, not podcast, radio show, OMG, so sorry guys. <laughs> so um, the way Elizabeth and I met was on Facebook. Um, it's a love story for the ages, beautiful way to meet someone, DePaul 2024, Facebook group chat <laughs> And one thing that we like really, the reason I messaged her, because I think I messaged you first.
2: Mm -hmm. it was
0: because you like listed your favorite movies and one of them we had a lot i don't remember all of them but i know one of them had to be ladybird oh and we ended up having these really long like paragraphs just talking about movies and um in in our first paragraph together and just throughout our whole like friendship we would always be like oh once we live together we are gonna have this awesome coming of age movie life we both are huge movie nerds both have letterboxd accounts shout out to the film major who made me download letterbox love you dude um but we always were like once we're in college in person once we're in the dorms we're gonna have our coming of age story and now that we're stuck at home my first reaction is okay what do i do now
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's like i don't know like oh did i even mention that i was from i'm from milwaukee wisconsin i don't know if i ever mentioned there we go
0: there Um, we go there we go
1: (laughs) Maybe probably the <laughs> most important thing about me right now <laughs> is that I'm from Milwaukee. Actually, a little bit of an exaggeration. Kind of like the ED. I'm technically from the suburbs,
0: but it's like 20 outside the city. So, say, You know what? This is fair. I forgot my major. You forgot where you live. Let's call it even.
1: But yeah, we're trying to live out our little coming-of-age movie, even though we're in separate parts of the country. Even though it's not it's not that far. It's like an hour and a half. But
0: yeah, I took the train up to visit her safely. Mm Um I just want to add this safely, um, back in July. And it was like I took an hour and a half. I took like a I drove into Chicago. Like I said, I live really close. Take the BNSF. If you're from the suburbs of Chicago and you've ever taken BNSF, I wonder if we've ever been on the train together. It's obviously not me talking to Elizabeth. This is me talking to the listeners. So I'll be looking out. Look out for me. I will be looking out for you. I mean, you don't know what I look like, but I'm very loud. And my name's Edie. (laughs) So if you see, hear anyone say Edie, look over. And if she has maroon hair, yes, I just dyed my hair two nights ago with a fourth bottle of maroon dye, but I made it work for me okay i'd go in that little tidbit but yeah i did visit elizabeth we are close but we're not together and i guess the whole reason we want to start this whole talk show is the idea of we're kind of in this moment of life where i know for a while i feel like i've just been surviving and i haven't been living instead of still trying to romanticize my life and still trying to make i am i mean we're 19 this is kind of the age where we're told like hey the world is your oyster but right now I feel kind of hopeless. I feel kind of helpless. I feel like I can't do anything. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not really living my life. I feel like I'm just surviving to get to the part where I can live my life. And basically what we're trying to do with this talk show is just trying to like remember and help you guys remember that everything is really rough right now. And I don't ever want to understate how terrible of a time we are really like living through right now, but it doesn't mean that we have to put our lives on pause. Maybe parts of our life have to be put on pause, but there are other things that we can do. Like, you know what I mean?
1: hmm We're trying to... Like, I don't know, quote, like... We're trying to add a little spice to our lives, and we're trying to add a little spice to your lives. You know what I mean? Just, like, remember... What, we're all in this together. To quote the wonderful film, High School Musical, we're all in this
0: together. <laughs> the coming of... The coming of age movie... Yeah. ...that set me on my journey <laughs> to not being a film major, but sometimes wishing I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But, yeah, we're just kind of trying to talk about like how just to so romanticize our lives. Like I, like I said, I don't have TikTok and I'm not like... A person who's like oh i'm higher than i'm better than people who are on tiktok no like i remember my best friends just make fun of me for that but it's just because i have an addictive personality and if i started tiktok i would not i would it's the only thing i'd be on because that's already me twitter but i remember um the audio sound where people are just like you, you have where people were like i'm not the main character i'm not and i just think what i've really re- noticed over quarantine because i've had a lot of self-growth i think that's been one of the positive sides i guess i've had a lot of time with myself a lot of time with- to think about myself, is we all are the main character. And I know it's like a silly thing to say, but I think we just have to realize that, like, even the bad moments of our life, they're just part of our coming-of-age story. Right. And just, we should have discussions about them. And we should realize that, I think, part of this podcast is also just to give back agency to ourselves. Like, I am a, I'm in two philosophy classes right now, so I will be talking <laughs> about agency higher Higher stuff, no biggie, guys. Even though I'm not a philosophy major, but just to give back some agency, I guess. Yeah. Elizabeth, if you have anything else to say, I don't want to go on too long of the tangent.
1: No, I really liked your tangent. Um, I think it's hard right now to like feel like you're the one, like you're the one moving forward, and life just isn't moving forward without you. If that makes sense, like it, like uh-huh. everything is. Move- like the months keep going by, and every day it seems like I wake up. I log on to D2L. I watch Criminal Minds and do my silly little tasks. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's when every day feels the same. It's a little bit like Groundhog Day. But then... It is like Groundhog Day. It is like Groundhog Day. But that's why we're doing this. We're trying to add, again, just like a little bit of a pick-me-up to our day and
0: maybe to your day. And we're hoping that if these two no offense to us i love us kind of boring not really living in the city girls can realize their own agency and still make this really weird time because we're freshmen mm-hmm. so this is kind of like this was supposed to be our big transition to adulthood if we can make this time and give ourselves agency and still feel like we're learning things and having a good life we're hoping that you guys can realize that you can do that too
1: yeah, like we named the podcast The Age Where Nothing Fits because that's what we feel like we are right now. Edie just turned 19. I'm still 18. We'll be till February.
0: What up? Hi, you're a baby.
1: You're even a more baby
0: adult than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is this weird age where I just feel like even the things I like, sometimes I don't really feel like me. I think I'm going through this, like, weird transition. I definitely, since I've had so much me time over, um, like, this whole entire quarantine, everything that's going on, um, I just feel like I kinda am in this weird space where I know I'm me, but I don't really feel like me either. Mm-hmm. Which is kinda weird. Like I kinda like dissociate myself from my actions sometimes, which is I wanna feel like the own agent like I wanna have some more agency. I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna use the agency like twelve thousand times on this episode. Great. I wanna it. feel like I am the main force behind like what I do. I don't know.
1: Yeah it's been hard, like, recently, like, a lot of my friends go to, like, UW schools, like, UW-Madison, UW-Lacrosse, and so I'm kind of just by myself at home, like, I don't, like, there's, like, I maybe have, like, one, two friends, maybe, that live in my town still, and, but, like, a lot of, like, the, like, my best friend, like, is off in, like, Oklahoma, like, doing her thing, so it's kind of hard to, like, find motivation to, like, go out and do things, and, like, I'm one of those people where, like, I won't go sit at a coffee shop and study. Like, if I am going to study, I sit in my own, or dang, house. I'm not going to swear on the podcast. Um, So, yeah. It's
2: just we can college. cut that.
1: Yeah, we'll cut it out. <laughs> but what about you?
0: Because you, you still have friends that are, like... Yeah. Um, I got extremely lucky with everything going on, where right now, most of my friends decided to do either, like, I have friends who go to ISU, which is um Illinois State University um who decided to stay home and then my other friends are doing the local co- um community college for at least this year and I got really lucky because my best friend she like we became best friends over quarantine because she's by, like a 30 second away from me neighbor and we just realized hey like why don't we just like I'll drive my car you drive your car we'll meet at parking lots and we just born like formed this really good bond and now I see her every day she's the best my best friend in the whole world like I call her my soulmate, my best friend and, like, my best friend from kindergarten, him and, he ended up having to stay home. He was supposed to go to Colorado. But um, he decided it was best for me to stay home this year. Excuse me. And we got to re- reconnect. I've been really lucky where all my really close friends are at home right now. And, like, of course, I have other close friends who are far away. But I have, like, six of my closest friends in the entire world are home with me. So I feel a little privileged in like that regard. Cause one thing to know about me, I guess is important that I didn't bring up is I am a very extroverted person. I do get my energy from seeing other people. I really struggle. Like if I don't see people for like, I can take a day by myself, but if I have any more than a day, I go crazy. I literally go absolutely bonkers. Like I feel really sad. I have like no energy. I get in this really bad mindset. So I guess I'm really lucky. Like I don't, if I was in your situation, I honestly have no clue what I would do. Cause sorry, that was my Twitter. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I am a that's big That's Okay. It's I'm just, go off. Yeah.
1: It's like right now, I cannot like avoid the elephant in the room that Wisconsin COVID cases right now are so bad. It's so terrible up, he- up here, like making national headlines bad.
0: Like but yeah, my mom was talking to me about that the other yeah, day. Yeah.
1: It's like 2,000 positive cases a day it's so bad and if you google like wisconsin corona trend like the graph just like shoots up like in the last couple days and i'm really just like guys i just i feel so oblivious to it because again like i wake up every day and i sit in my house like i'm not going
0: anywhere like i'm not the one (laughs) contributing to it but and we are like in this weird time because like i have all these close friends for the same time i was so ready to make like new depaul friends and i have but um, I, like, am not a big technology person. I'm terrible at technology, but I don't like texting. I hate how impersonal it is, and I, I'm i a big perfectionist, so when I text, I, like, overanalyze everything. I'm always worried people are going to misread what I'm saying. So I've met some new Nepal people, but it's just so hard because it's, like, over text. and now I'm, like, I would call them my friends, but, like, I can't meet in person with them. And I know it's a huge privilege for that to be one of my problems right now, and I, like, completely understand that, but, like, it's just so weird like i don't know like have you been talking to like any new depaul people like it's just weird and then i try to do like virtual events and like even facetime is weird facetime is weird when you don't really know someone because yeah. you're gonna have these awkward silences, and i'm terrible with silence and like i don't know just everything is just so off right now i would like to say even though we are um, wanting to romanticize our lives. We also do want to be honest that this is a big part. Like this is really affecting us and this is really affecting others. And like, I don't know, like. Yeah, like we have we it want to be, like,
1: compared to so yeah. many people right now. <laughs> like I'm complaining about I I have and a- sitting in my house, but I'm lucky that I even get to do that. You know, like I don't have any loved ones, knock Absolutely. on wood that have like died from Corona or anything.
0: Exactly. And I know I'm even like luckier than you because I don't feel completely like cut off from the world so i don't know like i know that you feel completely cut off from the world (laughs) but um
1: (laughs) you're lonely um, and you're sad about it i don't know if you knew that elizabeth
0: (laughs) but you are i'm prescribing you with that it's really pathetic actually (laughs) but yeah um yeah
1: on that really uplifting note we're at about halfway so we're going to cut it off. We're going to play a nice little ad for you telling you to get out and vote because that's really important. Please,
0: please vote this November. Please vote. Um please also stay up with the political world. I know that right now it can be really hard. I'm kind of going through this weird mental health place where I just feel really hopeless like I talked about earlier and I just feel so like overwhelmed with bad news. But, but please at least, if you can't watch the debate, please at least just read up on it afterwards. I've been watched. I've watched two out of two for, so far. Mm-hmm. And just try to stay up because it is important. Like, what we're talking about agency. Have agency in your own government. Have agency in the own, like, the place where you live. And mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, we're going to play an ad. And then after that, um, we actually, if you want to talk about the playlist that we made on Spotify. Yeah.
1: We made a little playlist, a little collaborative playlist on Spotify um, titled The Age Where Nothing Fits, like our podcast. We've added a bunch of songs that we think that really just like encapsulate, encapsulates, encap, encapsulate. I don't know how to say that word. Enca- you know what I mean? Encap, encap.
0: Yeah. That, you know what? Whatever, whatever you said
1: was beautiful. Okay, great. <laughs> We're just going to pretend it didn't happen. But we think really sums up. That's a better word. Our little like coming of age story we just think these songs are just kind of the soundtrack to our lives you know this one that we're playing means a lot to both of us it's Chicago by Sufjan Stevens um if you want to give us a little is
2: that
0: how sorry is that how you say his name Sufjan Stevens yeah okay thank thank you for saying it because I've been butchering it this entire time just found that out thank you I did at first
1: it was a couple months before someone corrected me so I feel like everyone goes through that okay
0: Okay, thank you, because I thought it was Sufjan, so I'm really glad that yeah. you said it, not me. I thought
1: it was Sufjan Stevens for, like, probably the first year of <laughs> listening to him, but then somebody was like, no, you idiot, it's Sufjan Stevens. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry.
0: Well, now we're educated, educated queens. So good for us. <laughs>
1: educated. But, yeah. Educated. Leave
2: me alone! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you want to talk about what the song means to you because I know it's like I've known about this song for a while but I think it's
0: just recently come into your life it has and it did come so you didn't give me the song but you gave me the artist because I'm way more of a song person than an artist person personally that's all changed a little bit over quarantine uh Fleetwood Mac always love Fleetwood Mac but um yeah I don't know I started listening to it right at the beginning of quarantine and I have this playlist that like has all my quarantine songs, and I think it's like in the middle there somewhere. And I would listen to it every day. There's just something so beautiful about it, and so idealistic about it. Where it's just like going on a road trip with your friends and just seeing the world and falling in love with like everywhere you go. And I feel like that's just like such a beautiful thing. Cause I do think. Like, it makes me think of, like, right now is I feel like everywhere I think about where I could be, I could be in Chicago, um, I could be in Seattle, I applied to a school in Seattle, I'm like, I'd probably love my life there. And it's just kind of like how you feel when you're young, like, you don't love where you currently are, but you love where you're, like, you're road tripping to, where you're, like, planning on visiting. And, like, I don't know, there's just something so beautiful about, like, being at this age where it's, like, you can go wherever you want. I mean, not right now, but I don't know, I just really love the song. It kind of gives me hope for the future about one day where I can go where I think is going to be right for me. yeah i just love the aspect i love how he does his friends in
1: it
2: too
1: it was in the movie little miss sunshine if anybody who's listening has seen that movie it's at the beginning when they're like first going off on the road trip but yeah so we're gonna play an ad we're gonna play a song when we come back it's gonna be tweet of the week we've already talked a little bit about our love for twitter but we've created this little segment where we're gonna share one of our favorite tweets so hang tight we'll be right back I'm voting because I
2: want to make sure that everyone feels welcome in our country.
0: I vote because my parents can't.
2: I vote because I really hate decisions being made without my input.
0: I vote because I want to say my future.
2: I vote because I want my voice heard. I'm voting because the future of this city matters to me. I'm voting because everyone always talks about how bad things are. I want to make them better I vote for the future so why do you vote Tuesday November 6 is midterm election day and your vote is your voice to find your polling place in Chicago visit chicagoelections.com this message was brought to you by Radio DePaul Chicago's college connection My friend, we slept in the parking lot. of mistakes I made a lot of mistakes
1: welcome back yeah we're back um if you forgot you're listening to the age where nothing fits with edie and elizabeth on radio DePaul, your college
0: radio connection uh, your chicago college connection chicago
1: college connection okay i was almost there
0: oh <laughs> and um, yeah I, we're both still learning it like i said we're newbies mm-hmm. um but I would just like a reminder: if you really like that song, if you like the genre of music about coming of age stories that are um, coming of age uh, movie music that could is playing the background of your own coming of age story, the playlist is under our talk show name, The Age Where Nothing Fits, um, and the artist, the user playlist is made by none other than the beautiful Edie Olivia Leonard, mm-hmm. who is myself. So. The username under that will be ed leonard e-d-i-e and then good luck spelling leonard i think you'll find it (laughs) but um yeah um so we're back and we're back with tweet of the week elizabeth if you want to start
1: yeah so the tweet i'm about to share is probably my favorite tweet of all time it's just really it really just it's my brand of humor it's great i love it um, unfortunately the user went on private and I had this tweet retweeted. I'm just reciting it from memory because, because this guy made his account private, I can't go and find the tweet again, which is really annoying. So I don't know his username, but the tweet is basically, um, I will never scuba dive because what the fish do down there is none of my business. And I really just love that because I tell people all the time that if, you know, we're talking about, like, new technology and, like, going to space and stuff and talking about just, like, going to space recreationally, um, if that ever happens in the future, I would never do that. I am fine keeping my feet on the ground on a good old planet Earth. I have no desire to go to space. I have no desire to explore the ocean. What happens there is none of my business, so that's my tweet of the
0: week. Um, I... I agree with the space. I do not. I'm like, I was born on Earth. I was meant to be on Earth. I was put here for a reason. I'm a big believer in like the universe has its ways and Mother Earth. And I'm not leaving. I love Mother Earth. Me and her mm-hmm. get along real fine. I am not going to space. I totally agree with you. But I do want to get my, uh, my I want to get scuba service, uh, certified because I do love snorkeling. I will say I love, there's something so peaceful to me about the ocean. So I can't agree. I do want to know what the fish are doing. Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, uh, one fact about me, I know this is a little bit um, hypocritical of me to say, because I just shared that tweet, but I have actually gone scuba diving once, but it was not in the ocean. It was in a pool at, like, this, like, scuba place (laughs) in, like, fifth grade, and it was fun, but I'm really bad with underwater pressure. Like, I cannot go down more than, like, 12 feet, otherwise my ears start hurting. So, um, that wasn't really fun, because I couldn't really go down that far, and it knocked one of my teeth loose. So. Not As it related. should. I don't know why you're complaining yeah. about that. Because you have to bite down on one of those like things. True. Also, you have to keep like checking like your pressure gauge to make sure you don't like die because the pressure in your scuba tank is off. So um don't really have that much of a desire to do it again. Not gonna
0: lie. I wanna try it just because like I'm a big person around like I just want to like try every like facet of life that I can try. But at the same time, I once got locked in a bathroom this year and cried about it after we locked in it for like two minutes so maybe me in a little tight space the ocean is not a good (laughs) idea just made me think about that but that is elizabeth's tweet of all time it seems like not even just tweet of the week tweet of all time i love that tweet Um, actually
1: i know i've told you about this but i also have a story about getting stuck in bathrooms when i was like 10 a lot of these stories happened to me in childhood because i was just a stupid kid But I locked myself in a fairy bathroom, like an actual, like, fairy boat. Like, I locked myself in the bathroom, and I was in there for, like, five minutes, and I kept pounding on the door, and no one was hearing me. And I think in hindsight, like, I think I got the door unlocked. I just think the door was too heavy for me to open. Like, I don't know what – I. The doors are really heavy, but I finally got out and I went up to my mom and I was like on the verge of tears. I was like, I locked myself in the bathroom and she just laughed at me and like continues to laugh at me about that story to this day. Every time we go on that ferry again, because we do it every year, she reminds me of that story, how I locked myself in the
0: bathroom. I think when I visited you, she brought up that story too. Yeah, I think it was like the week prior was literally, I can't even make fun of you because when I was 18 years old. I was stuck in the bathroom for two minutes. And in those two minutes, I literally was like crying. Like not like full on sobbing, but just like freaking out because I was like, oh my gosh, what if I've like (laughs) entered this space and now I'm in some altered like um, alternative universe where I'm the only human left because I was calling my friend to come get me out of the bathroom. And we were at this like really popular restaurant and I was just like, oh my gosh, neither of them are picking up. They're just chowing down on their food. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the only human left. That was where my mind went. So queen of irrational thoughts. Go off, Edie. I Um, know that On that note. Overthinker. Yeah, big overthinker. On um, that note, even though there's nothing related, I'll share my tweet of the week. Mm -hmm. My tweet of the week is from the Parks and Recreation official Twitter. And it is the how it started, how it ended trend. And how it started is gross, gross, gross. Mark Brindanowicz And Leslie, nope. And how it ended is Ben and Leslie on the last episode of Parks and Recs when they're holding each other's elbows and he gives up the position of governor so she can run for governor because he respects women as Mm -hmm. he should. Really wanted to share this tweet because in the comments, everyone is roasting Mark as they should because Mark Mark is just the worst character on Parks and Recreation. He should have never existed. When they replaced him with Ben and Chris, the whole world went yes also like they really they I put love- him in
1: the first episode and was like yes they're gonna love him mark It's like no Literally. we hate he's him so,
0: mm-hmm. he's so boring and parks and Rec is my favorite show i spent 40 dollars on i own every single episode of the show on well i can't even show you guys because it's not visual but um i have my little dvd set i have a candle burning on it right now and your cat but, yeah your i cat. love parks I was gonna say I have a cat named Ben Wyatt he's gonna he just turned two him and I are both um well he's not a Virgo but we're both September babies he's a Libra oh my gosh the Libra watch that <laughs> no just kidding. um live love Libras I guess um yeah he's my little baby
1: yeah yeah we should talk about my name for a second just because I feel like that's
0: one of the big things we have in common I'm surprised I didn't catch uh, up i'm so surprised i didn't bring that up in my little like this is me monologue i brought up the most random things i didn't bring up my major i didn't bring up that i love parks and recreation like okay Edie, go crazy girl but yeah um i love parks and rec i literally that changed my mentality watching that show me i've been thinking about rewatching it because it is just about i love that it's a show that it's like it's just all i'm not a big tv person big movie person not a big tv person but I'm a character-driven person. It's just about characters who, like, actually love each other and, like, get mm-hmm. along. And it's just, like, they're all these different kinds of people who at the beginning of the show are just kind of all beefing, but then they're, like, their own little family. And, like, I just love it. And it's just such, like, a positive show. Like, it, I don't know. It's, like, it doesn't – when it's, like, humorous, when it makes fun of its characters, it's, like, in a positive, like, fun way. And I just mm-hmm. – I love that show. And it makes me a powerful woman when I watch it. Like, you root for the
1: characters. You know what I mean? And exactly. I know – yeah, and I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I like it way better than The Office. I really do. Like, The Office is yeah, fine. I yeah. I don't like The
0: Office. It's like, the Office I okay, I feel like it's harsh to say I don't like it, but I feel like it's, like, not – Okay, The Office is really funny. Like, when it's funny, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, there's so many characters on there who I don't care about, and they're just exactly. all mean each other.
1: Yeah. Like, like, Parks and Rec is like if The Office characters weren't annoying and you actually liked them. You know what I
0: mean? Exactly and like everyone in the like everyone in the office it's like Jim and Pam's whole storyline revolves around just making fun of and thinking they're better than everyone else in the office whereas in Parks and Rec like yeah you have characters who who's like like Tom who thinks they're better but just because he's like a young dude and he's like he loses his arrogance throughout the show. Mm-hmm. And also, it's, it's so like, funny. Job. Literally he like it's so funny and like I don't know just like the way everyone comes together and how it's a show of just like about working through people and like like and like doing what like using what you're passionate about to make the world a better place literally i have been thinking about re that show because there is something when you watch it it just puts you in such a good mindset so that's a recommendation for me but um i would like to say this is not to the week but i i don't like i said i don't have tiktok but i was on instagram reels and someone else agrees with me literally to um justify our whole emoji tangent at the beginning of the show i saw in a video where it's like if society allowed emojis in formal class uh, papers and essays and it was a beautiful picture of a like a utopia yep. because emojis deserve representation i love emojis i don't know why we can't bring them into the formal world i just wanted to wrap up our whole emoji talks i felt like earlier we were just like <laughs> going on about emojis no reason but instagram reels agrees with me and you guys all know how <laughs> instagram reels is superior all the time not really Jk
1: yeah like emojis I, <laughs> I use them ironically but i don't at the same time it's like it's ironic Literally. but it's not
0: yeah I, um started using the cat emojis uh unironically. Uh, now i love that girl i love so, her and all of her fun. do we want to introduce our bucket list segment our little final segment of the show i cannot believe that we are we only have 10 minutes left that's crazy but um yeah so like Elizabeth and I have been talking, um, this show has been more. This episode has been more of like an intro episode. I mean, mm-hmm. this is our first, so we want you guys to hear us talk, know what we're all about, know what things we like, but um, we do want to do some things for you guys too. Obviously, we're doing the show for ourselves and for you. It's like free therapy for us. I feel like I was thinking yeah. about it the other day, but um, we're opening the idea of a bucket list. I'm a big bucket list person. I think it is such a good way of motivating myself my like myself to do things it helps me realize what i can do and i just love i'm love checking things off a list so elizabeth and i at the end of every episode we're gonna leave a couple of minutes to talk about something that we're gonna make our own bucket list and it's all gonna be covid safe since right now we're trying to give ourselves agency again and we want to recommend that you guys make your own bucket list too and every week when our show comes out have one thing on your bucket list done um is there anything you want to add i feel like i have been so excited to bring up this part of the show because it's something i love bucket lists and i always like to try and share the idea of making them to other people so i feel like i might have fumbled the bag when explaining it but <laughs> is elizabeth anything else do you want to talk about it Just in no case, I, did I really think the bag. <laughs>
1: you summed it up and like again like we're trying to like have some fun and still be COVID safe you know but like still feel like we're living out our little growing up experience do you want to um, Yeah, we sort like of- and so both shy. of our, both of our bucket list items, um, they kind of go along. This week we didn't plan it's kind it. Of perfect. Yeah, it, it kind of works. So, do you want to introduce yours? I feel like yours is a little bit more like broad than mine is.
0: Yeah, so uh, like I said, every week we're going to be sharing one thing on our bucket list that we are getting done. Um, So I guess I'll share my first one. So a goal that's on my current bucket list is I want to watch a Halloween movie every day of October. I've always wanted to do it. And I just always feel like I didn't have the time because of school and everything. But since I'm home most of the time now because of COVID, I actually feel like I can actually appreciate the Halloween season. Like I used to feel like it would just go by me so fast because I'd be busy with other things. Like last year, I feel like I really didn't even celebrate Halloween. So the day after Halloween, um, I was actually um, leading a retreat. I had planned and directed and was leading a retreat that started the next day. So I feel like I really didn't get like the whole spooky season. So it also I, on so on Halloween far- last year. At least it did here. Oh, here. So I remember they had to move Halloween, mm-hmm. but, um, and like in my town, I think we moved it the next day, um, the day after, but, um, yeah, so a goal for myself has been to watch a Halloween movie every day to try, um, and take what I've been given by COVID, which is more me time, more at home time. And I'm so grateful for it because I've watched so many movies that I have not either a not seen in a long time or be never seen. I never saw the original Halloween movie i finally watched it i really liked it I finally saw the poltergeist movie really liked it finally saw the craft love the fashion of and the costuming of the craft but it was just you could so tell it was made by a dude like mm. i okay i don't want to get too specific but um it made me so upset because it's like I there's gonna be this beautiful like female friendship empowerment movie about these like female witches like teenage witches getting stuffed on uh no they made them turn evil it was like when teenage girls get too much power they become evil oh, and, oh. and i was just like get out of here i was like this is not what i pictured at all but yeah i just feel like what this goal has done for me is like i don't know i just feel like i'm really like appreciating this season and it just—it's making me really happy, just like to actually like have time to celebrate Halloween. I just want to add with that, um, along with doing these things on the bucket list. I think I would also like say it's really fun just to try and think about. So I got this done, and not only is it just something I can mark off my like checklist. But what did it do for me personally? What did it make me feel? And even if it's just, even if it's not like a life changing thing, just like like this is not watching Halloween movies every day is a life changing thing, but it's definitely making me really happy and really appreciate one of my favorite seasons of the year.
1: Well, mine's very, very similar. I just want to watch a bunch of like, of the classic Halloween movies, you know? Like there's so many of them Mm -hmm. I haven't seen. I've never seen Beetlejuice. I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. I've never seen Ghostbusters and like, I just, I I really feel like I'm missing out on the culture. And they're, like, the kind of movies that, like, my parents grew up watching. And, like, I just want to be a part of that culture. Like, I've seen all of, like, a lot of the recent ones. Like, Nightmare Before Christmas is one of my favorite movies of all time. That's another thing. I am a firm believer that that movie is a Halloween movie. It is not a Christmas movie. If anyone tries to tell me that Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie, it's not true. It's just not. It
0: takes, it
1: majorly takes place in Halloween. It's Halloween
0: (laughs) I completely really agree with that statement.
1: Yeah, so that's my bucket list item is to watch a bunch of classic Halloween movies because I'm really missing out on like every single classic Halloween movie. And yeah, again, just like enjoy Halloween a little bit more. I'm really fortunate like the area the area I live gets really really pretty in the fall time. EDC my house. I kind of live like in the middle of the woods. Like there's a farm it's in the backyard. So during the summer, I could not
0: even imagine during fall how beautiful it is
1: it's beautiful all of the leaves change we I mean, have a lot of great little like pumpkin patches around like we'll try to be COVID safe wear our masks and go and this weekend my parents and i are going to try and go to the zoo because i usually we do that during the summer and we have a zoo pass but we haven't gone and so we're going to try and go to the zoo and go really early in the morning before all the little, like school kids go and because now like at the zoo you obviously have to like wear your mask and like reserve a little time slot so we're going to try and do that and it's just like the zoo. It's weird. I should associate with summer, but I kind of don't because when I was a kid, like we went trick or treating at the zoo. Like my mom made us our own costumes and we like the zoo had like an event where you can go trick-or-treating. So we went to the zoo that's and we went trick-or-treating and my brother was a firefighter and his hat fell off and my dad had to chase it through the parking lot. So <laughs> Kind of a tangent, but I guess I can add that to the bucket list. Go to the zoo.
0: Go to the that's- a good bucket list I like next week and talk about what going to the zoo did for you mm-hmm. um have you been able to watch any classic movies yet that you haven't seen before or not yet I'm gonna try and not watch yet. Beetlejuice maybe tonight you should I own Beetlejuice I love Beetlejuice but um yeah uh, yeah I guess I'm trying to think so I have like my bucket list thing today like that's something I guess next week what I'm trying to say is I'm gonna be keep on keeping up with my watching a horror movie every day because I have a really bad habit where I start something, but I don't finish it out. Like, because I've done this for, like, a week now, and I'm, like, really worried about falling off the, like um, – oh, my gosh, I can't think of what I want to say. I, I have, like, a little specific terminology. I'm really – oh, falling off the boat. I, that's not correct. Mm-hmm. I'm really worried about, like, falling off this, like, little habit of watching a horror movie every day. Yeah. So my goal is to keep with it. So not only will it be giving me a little spooky season mood, but – it will also, um, I don't know, I'll also be finally committing to something, because I have commitment issues, Lymfeo. (laughs) But, um, oh yeah, I That's for a different episode. Yeah, I was about to say, I love saying Bronfel, like, rolling on the floor laughing, and I love saying Lymfeo. I don't know, I love saying, like, I know it's just for tags, but I love saying that stuff out loud. I think it's so funny. Yeah, I say lamau all the time, (laughs)
2: Lamao. lameo.
0: But, um, guess we're getting towards the end so just once again um i want we want you guys to follow along with us i mean the show is not ours it's yours too so write down a bucket list i think on my instagram i think i'm going to share the bucket list and i'm Currently uh, curating, and it doesn't have to. You can make really specific things, you can make really general things. It's just whatever things that you want to do just to reestablish some agency in your life and try and get at least one thing off your bucket list every week. But if you want to do more, that's fine, or if you don't have time for that, that's fine as well. Just it's about like um, reinstating that you can do things.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So, thanks for listening. We really enjoyed being here. We hope you enjoyed being here. And we'll see you next week for another awesome episode of the Eight for Nothing Fits. So we're so
0: excited. Mm-hmm. Catch y'all on the flip side. I think that's yeah. what you said before our ad break, but I'm a stealing because I love it. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if I did
1: say it. I don't know. We'll see you later. Bye. All right.